Hi, this is Dr. Hughes. Uh, today, I am going to talk specifically again to those that are struggling with sexual addiction or out of control sexual behavior, or as I've been um, calling it, um, an issue with uh, incongruent sexual expression. So where your sexual expression um, is not in line with your value system. And I want to start off by talking about how um, this is so normal so common it's actually something that each and every one of us faces and deals with on a regular basis this is not something that's specific to uh, those that have a sexual addiction or out of control sexual behavior um, but it's so normal and so common that it's something that we all face as we go throughout our life we are really all trying to make sure that our sexual expression the way in which we express ourselves sexually is in line with our value system, our belief system, and what we've been told and what we know to be true. And so uh, that is really um, just part of the journey here on this earth for every single one of us, man and woman, that that goes through um, living in this life. And those of us, um, I'm assuming just about all, if not everyone that's listening to this podcast is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, every one of us has a certain value system. Um, now, we all kind of interpret our value system a little bit differently, probably within um, a, a, not a large range, but within a range, uh, we interpret our value system a little differently. Um, I've worked with lots of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and have seen a, a pretty big variation in how they interpret their value system. So I don't want to just assume that I know how everyone uh, uh, thinks in regards to um, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But um, for the most part, um, you know, uh, we we have a, a value system that that has you know a range you know whatever that may be from um, we we have this this range but we have a certain um, certain principles and certain thoughts about sexuality and sexual expression um, that I can um, I feel like it's uh, it's probably a fairly large range but maybe not so big that I can't speak to each and every one of you um, in a more general way um, by giving you and these healthy principles of sexuality and talking about these healthy sexual uh, principles of sexuality and how to uh, cultivate these throughout your lives so um, the first point and principle that I wanted to talk about and make sure is really really clear that's really vibrant and build this out is is that um, even though this podcast is for those that have uh, sexual addiction or out of control sexual behavior or maybe have ascribed to that or believe in that or have been given that, uh, that diagnosis or um, that term or those terms, um, even though I'm speaking specifically to you and I know there are others, spouses or parents or friends or family members or boyfriends or girlfriends that are listening to this podcast um, uh, for uh, a loved one. Um, and this, I, I want you to know specifically that this is not just something that you experience, you deal with, that you work um work with on a regular daily basis, but this is something that each and every one of us uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, deals with on a regular basis, and it's even more so than it's something that we deal with each and every one of us on a regular daily basis, um, but it is part of 
the experience here on this earth to get our value system in line with our, or, or, or excuse me, our sexual expression in line with our value system. And um, I want to just take a little moment to pause and, and put this also into a little bit more of a perspective. <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's actually more than just us as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that are working on a daily basis to be in line with our sexual expression, to be in line with our value system. It's actually every single man and woman on this earth is working to do this because we all have every single person on this earth that um, has lived, that is living, that will ever live, has a certain value system, whether or not that is um, housed under a religion like um, being members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, or another religion, um, even if they are um, non-religious or, um, or don't believe in God, they still have a system, a value system in which they conduct themselves throughout life. And, um, and they too, just like all of us work to make sure that their sexual expression is in line with that value system. And their, uh, their value system may be extremely liberal and may say certain things about, um, sexuality and sexual expression that yours doesn't say, uh, for instance, it might not, uh, say, uh, they may not nurture the principle of of um, respect. It may be that whoever is open to having sex with them, um, that they can have sex with, and um, respect doesn't need to be a principle there. Or maybe respect is um, not the type of respect that we're considering and we're thinking about. It's maybe um, if I get consent, consent is... Um, kind of the extent of consent of, of respect that I need. Um, so I just wanted to put that into a larger perspective that actually every single one of us that has lived is living and will ever live is actually, um, on the same exact path, same exact journey that, um, that you are on. Those that have historically thought, um, I am, I specifically have the sexual addiction, out of control sexual behavior, and this is something I have to face on a daily basis um, where others do not have to face it. Actually, every single one of us does. So when I say that I'm uh, uh, that I, for example, on, on this journey with you, it's because I am part of the human race. I am just like everybody else that's on this earth that is working to make sure that my sexual expression is in line with my value system. Um, so what you're doing, doing what you're dealing with is the same thing that everybody else is dealing with and doing to some degree or another, you know, so there's, um, there are those that are, um, on this earth and, um, maybe, maybe struggling a little bit more than others because, uh, so much of their sexual expression is out of line with their value system. And maybe there are some of those that are on this earth that are not struggling as much because their sexual expression is more in line with their value system. But it is a constant, I would say, every day, sometimes minute by minute, um, not battle because I think it's uh, normal and healthy. I know it's normal and healthy. I know it's the course, the trajectory that everyone is on. Um, but an hour by hour, sometimes minute by minute um, trek or journey that each and every one of us is on. So, um, so welcome to the journey that we are all on. 
And, um, and so I hope in that you are not feeling um, alone. I hope in that knowledge, you are actually, um, that, that makes you feel like you are with um, many, many, many others and uh, brings you out of isolation, brings you out of loneliness, brings you out of feeling like there's something wrong with you or different about you, but instead brings you to a place where um, you are one of all of us and uh, you feel uh, like you are on the same journey and the same uh, course as all of us. Um, I did also want to draw a parallel um, to this um, working on a regular basis um, day in and day out on uh, making sure our sexual, expre- our sexual expression is in line with our value system. It is very, very similar to the concept of making sure that our will as individuals is in line with God's will. It's that same exact concept or principle that we are adjusting, working on a daily, maybe even hour by hour basis to get our will in line with God's will. That when we're praying and we're asking for things, that we're asking for things that are in line with God's will and God's desires. So um, we're actually doing the same thing that we do in that aspect of our life, getting our will in line with God's will, getting our sexual expression in line with our value system. And I have some specifics. I've talked about these healthy principles of sexuality, but I'm going to go into more detail and give you a whole slew of, of principles of healthy sexuality that you can contemplate or springboard off of or add to or take away from um, to create um, a, a list, a grouping, um, a ever-developing and growing list of healthy principles of sexuality that you, just like every member of the human race, is working to cultivate um, and being really purposeful about on a daily, maybe even minute-by-minute basis. So um, the first one that I wanted to, to put out there is that we are created in God's image. And there's so many implications to this. There's a divine heritage, a divine ancestry, birthright, nature, and destiny. And that's not just um, our, uh, uh, our image as a, a man or a woman, but that's all of our image. That's our sexual anatomy, breasts and vagina, clitoris, everything. If you're a woman, um, sexual anatomy, um, you know, hormones, uh, different levels of hormones, estrogen, testosterone, the sex hormones, um, you know, that's a female image of God or male image of God, penis, testicles, um, uh, the the male sexual anatomy. Um, We are created in God's image. And that does not exclude our sexual anatomy and um, our internal uh, sexual nature, our hormones, um, our thoughts, um, our desires, our interest. We are created in God's image. And there are implications for this um, because our sexuality um, and our sexual anatomy um, has a heritage, has an ancestry, has a birthright, has a divine nature. It doesn't just, it, it, it isn't just this worldly thing, this man thing. Um, it, 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 and it has this, this destiny, our sexuality, our sexual anatomy, how we're created, the image that we are created after God's image has, uh, has all of these divine characteristics. Um, and I wanted to highlight that that does not exclude our sexuality because all too often when we think about um, that we are created in God's image, we automatically exclude our sexuality and our sexual anatomy 
and our, our sexual hormones and um, and all of the um, implications of that um, related to being created in God's image. Men are that they might have joy. God wants for us to have sexual interest, desire, pleasure, satisfaction, joy, fulfillment. He wants that for us. That is part of our existence, part of our journey. He wants us to have these sexual passions um, and sexual thoughts. Now, he also does want us to make sure that we are expressing some of those, like uh, I'll say intercourse, for example, in the right context, in the right relationship, in marriage with just our spouse. Um, And those are other healthy principles of sexuality that I'm going to talk about. But this is a building, I guess you could say, bouquet of healthy principles of sexuality. We are created in God's image, and there's this. Um, our, therefore, our sexuality and our sexual anatomy has a divine heritage, ancestry, birthright, nature, and destiny. And we are that we might have joy. He created us that we might have these feelings, these desires that it might fill that that it should feel good for us when our penis or our clitoris is touched or rubbed or there's intercourse that's having happening or that we might feel physiological arousal as we're going throughout our day or as we're in the shower and the water hits us in a certain way we are we we are that we might have joy that we might experience this pleasure and excitement and that we make sure that we're cultivating these healthy principles in a way that is in line with our value system our sexual expression and our sexual expression is way more than just when there's a, a man and a woman and they're touching their, their, each other's sexual anatomy. Breast, vulva, penis, or intercourse. People think that that's sexual expression. That is a way of doing sexual expression. But there are, are a whole slew of other ways of having sexual expression, experiencing sexual expression. And... Um, and God wants for us to have joy in those things. Now, I'm going to pause for a second. I'm going to back up just a little bit. There was another piece, um, and I guess this is part of uh, uh, me not having a, a, a highly or heavily produced uh, podcast is that sometimes I'll, I'll remember, oh, there's this thing that I wanted to mention, and I, I didn't mention it before I, start, I started talking about these healthy principles of sexuality, so now I have to come back to that. Um, so that's just part of this being an, a very, very real and authentic uh, podcast. So... Um, uh, as you're cultivating these healthy principles of sexuality, you're keeping in mind, and I've mentioned this piece before in previous podcasts, but I want to say it within this podcast as you're thinking about all of these things, that um, you're not only gathering this uh, bouquet of healthy principles of sexuality, but you're cultivating these and you're cultivating uh, a mindset uh, not of disaster and destruction, which is would be the same, uh, like the same idea with uh, sexual education, where uh, disaster and destruction mindset would be, um, if I think these things about uh, this woman I came across, uh, or this uh, man that um, is attractive, or this sexual arousal that I feel that all these horrible things will happen, um, and that that means all these horrible things about me, that would be more of a disaster destruction model. But instead... And then I'm going to have a mindset uh, and 
and cultivate these healthy principles of sexuality by having a mindset of responsibility. It is my responsibility to make sure I'm caretaking my sexuality. And that doesn't just mean that I am making sure I'm only having intercourse when I'm married and intercourse with um, my spouse, um, but that is also responsibility for, um, for embracing, um, for um, acknowledging, for um, uh, witnessing that you are a sexual creature, you are a sexual being, you um, experience sexual arousal and sexual desire, um, and that that's good and healthy and God-given and beautiful and exactly as God wants you to, to experience it. So that's also a responsibility for cultivating a sexual sense of self not just making sure that you're only having, um, and I use the example of intercourse because it's a, it's a clearer one. It's easier to draw this, um, this point out with, um, but, uh, it's not just about having the responsibility of making sure that you're only having intercourse with a spouse, but it's a responsibility for, uh, cultivating, um, the, I guess you could say more sex positive aspects of these healthy principles of sexuality. So uh, there's cultivating uh, this, uh, this uh, mindset of responsibility, cultivating also a mindset of accountability. Um, I am accountable to myself and to God for doing this. All too often we get couples that come to covenant sex therapy and um, they may say this directly or it may just be um, uh, come out as, as we're talking to them and, uh, and working with them that they're doing this for their wife or for their husband. Um, and they're doing this because they care about them so much, which is great, but they've got to do this really for themselves. Um, they've got to want this for themselves. They've got to be accountable to them themselves and to, to God for, um, nurturing these healthy principles of sexuality. Um, or for cultivating these healthy principles of sexuality. And then they also have this mindset of, of nurturing. So it's a responsibility, accountability, and uh, nurture mindset. Um, and this nurture um, goes into what you do on a regular daily basis related to these healthy principles of sexuality. When you feel that rush of sexual passion and desire or physiological arousal, how do you nurture that in a way that's in line with your value system? in line with these healthy principles of sexuality and you have the uh, responsibility to do so and you are accountable to yourself and to God for doing that. Um, and, and so that's the mindset that you take as you're, as you're uh, engaging in these healthy principles of sexuality and as you're uh, relating to sexuality in general versus the disaster destruction mindset of, but if I have intercourse before marriage, all these horrible things will happen. And those things are very, very real possibilities, um, but you're not, you're not growing, cultivating your sexuality from a disaster destruction mindset. You're growing, cultivating your, your sexuality from a responsibility, accountability, and nourishment mindset. Okay, so I talked about a couple of healthy principles of sexuality were created in God's image. Men are that they might have joy. Um, another one is the soul is that uh, the soul is the the body and spirit. Who we are, the essence of you, is not just your spirit, as a lot of people think. But this is in our gospel. This is this is in our scripture. The soul or who we are is actually our body just as much as it is our spirit. So it is, if you're a man, 
in, including your penis and your testicles, if you're a woman, your breasts, your vulva, your vagina, your clitoris, like that is you just as much as your soul is you. And there are implications to that. I've worked with too many people that either over-identify with their sexual anatomy or under-identify um, as the self being, including their sexual anatomy. Almost where like the, the penis uh, uh, or, or vulva is like a separate entity from them, um, maybe detached, and they just have this faint awareness that, yes, I do have that sexual anatomy. Um, but no, that is central to who you are just as much as the spirit is central to who you are. Uh, sex is, uh, is part of eternal life. And that's part of this, uh, uh, we're created in God's image and, the, and therefore there's these implications. So that divine destiny, um, that means that our sexuality, our sexual anatomy, our sexual feelings, um, they aren't going anywhere. They are part of us. They are us. You know, the spirit and the body are the soul. And so because of that, we, our, our sexuality and our sexual anatomy and, um, and its godly attributes and characteristics and heritage and is, is, is going to be part of our destiny. It is going to be with us forever. And so, um, so we cultivate and we nurture that in a way that takes that principle into account. Okay. Um, Let's move to, okay, uh, emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy, and I kind of discussed this last time, um, and I can throw in uh, compassion, respect, love, emotional intimacy, um, equality, all of those things I can can put, I can talk about those together. They're separate uh, principles of, of healthy sexuality that you would nurture in an individual way, but I can talk about those um, right now all like they're together. So what are you doing to make sure that the way that you're expressing your sexuality, whether that's with your spouse, whether that's um, when you're by yourself or when you come in contact with another person or with media, how are you cultivating those principles of sexuality if those are ones that you've included in your bouquet of principles of healthy principles of sexuality? How are you cultivating respect, love, compassion, mutuality, respect, equality? And I dare say that none of those things are being cultivated um, if you're... Um, uh, let's say catcalling somebody uh, from across the street, or you're um, sexualizing images on Facebook, or trying to find uh, sexual images on Facebook. And so, in those moments, um, you you've got to. There's multiple healthy principles of sexuality that are probably going on right now, or that are being ignored. Uh, some of those that are going on, um, you want to uh, honor and cherish and um, and witness. Uh, like you are a sexual creature, you are a sexual being that is part of your, your, uh, your, 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 uh, godly birthright, your godly, uh, potential, um, your godly heritage that you are sexual, that you have sexual urges and sexual interest and that you want to act on those. So you're, you're, you're honoring that you're witnessing that you're seeing that, but then you're also looking at these other healthy principles of sexuality and thinking, but is this, um, does this cultivate this, this healthy principle of respect? Am I being respectful 
um, in my sexual expression by looking up um, these men or women on Facebook or in pornography? Um, is, is that nurturing that piece of respect? And is that really fully nurturing that principle of healthy sexuality that uh, sexuality and, and uh, sexual anatomy and all that is, um, or sexual expression is uh, divinely appointed? Am I fully nurturing that? And if not, I honor the pieces uh, of my healthy sexuality that are present there, um, that, that me filling and having this desire and having this interest is godly, and is good, and is healthy, and is normal? But am I dishonoring these other healthy principles of sexuality? And could I find a way to honor those other healthy principles of sexuality um, and, um, and therefore uh, be nurturing this whole bouquet of healthy principles of sexuality? Okay, um, let's see. I think I, the last one I want to talk about is, uh, uh, the law of chastity, which, um, really culturally, um, and this has never been said, but culturally we have sort of treated it like the sexual education, um, approach or the only principle of sexuality to take into account, even though prophets and apostles and in scripture, um, have said for, you know, since scripture was written, uh, even, uh, you know, that, that there are, that there's way more than just, um, the law of chastity, but, uh, culturally. And, um, I think probably Satan had something to do with this. We've only seen, um, that, uh, this law of chastity as, uh, the only uh, principle, I'll say, uh, to take into account. Um, so it is an import, a highly important principle. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is that um, the climate was just right. I think that Satan was able to um, get all of us to um, ignore the fact that there were other statements, other principles of sexuality that we needed to nurture, need to nurture, and that are just as important as the law of chastity. Um, so it is highly important that we're making sure we're only having, uh, I'll use the example of intercourse again, because it's a clear, uh, clear example that we are only having intercourse with the person that we are married to. Um, and, and so that, that is definitely a, an important component to nurture. And that's one that you're weighing when you're expressing your sexuality. Am I, um, as I'm expressing the sexuality, does this, um, does this cross that line? Could I consider this, um, an emotional affair, a sexual affair by me looking at this pornography, for example? Um, and in, if, if, if so, if this, um, crosses that law of chastity, or um, we've been told not to look at pornography. Um, if, if we're crossing that law of, of chastity, I'm not nurturing that healthy principle of sexuality. But what are other healthy principles of sexuality that are present um, in my desire and interest to look at that? Well, this, uh, this fasc- fascination with sexuality that I have, this desire, this interest to look at porno- pornography, that's... I'm created in God's image. Like it's normal for me to have that interest and that desire to be sexual, to act on sexual feelings, to um, have a sexual partner, to um, to fully build out or flesh out that part of who I am, that sexual part of of who I am. That's healthy. That's that's godly. That's that's good. That's divine. But am I doing it in a way that dishonors this other 
or these other healthy principles of sexuality? And if so, you know, in this case, yes, um, then how can I honor those other parts that were healthy um, as well as honor these other parts that were unhealthy in my pursuit of pornography or in my pursuit of um, this emotional relationship with somebody I shouldn't have an emotional relationship with or sexual relationship with. Um, and so making sure that your, um, your sexual expression is in line with your value system. Um, and in that, like I said at the beginning, that is the course and trajectory that every single one of us, myself included, everyone included, is on on a daily basis to make sure that our sexual expression and sexual expression being way more than just intercourse, way more than just genital contact, um, but our sexual expression, thoughts, feelings, actions are in line with our value system. That's normal. That's healthy. That is the journey we are all on together. You are not alone in that. So um, I'm going to end for today. Um, this has been great to, uh, to record this, uh, to put these thoughts out there. Um, once again, I just want to uh, say I would, um, I'm really interested in doing sexuality interviews. So please email me at anthony at covenantsextherapy.com and let me know if you're interested in doing one of these inter- interviews. I'm just going to be asking you a set of questions and uh, you can listen to it and then uh, we will um, we'll publish it on the podcast if, uh, if you're okay with it. Thank you. This is just a sex therapist talking about sex.